right, cool. Let's do it then. All right. SEO. I'm ready. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, you're recording already. Here we go. I am recording. I don't know when I know I don't know how to start these. I used to always start <laughs> doing this stupid wave thing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, let me let me kick it off. So today we have a special guest. We have our director of search of UTech. Her name is Tara Hughes. Um, and she's gonna be joining us on today's episode. So Tara, welcome. Glad to be here. Awesome. Well, all right, so Norris, let's let's chat a little bit about this. So I know, you know, obviously there's been a lot of conversations and, and a lot of our business is really SEO and what it does and how it helps businesses. But I feel like the first thing I kind of want to start off with is, and this is probably one of the biggest things that we hear from on the sales side too, is how are you different? And I've been burned by so many different agencies before with SEO and, um, you know, how it all works and, you know, they didn't really see benefit in it. And, you know, maybe we can kind of start there and kind of ease some people's minds because I think that's the biggest hurdle for us from a sales perspective yeah. is previous agencies doing a bad job. And then for them to be hesitant, jumping in with both feet with us. Yeah. I, I think it's a great place to start because to some extent, SEO is a little bit of a, a black box, right? Like, you, you pay someone, they do all this work for you. They kind of tell you like, oh yeah, it's going great. Your rankings are up, blah, blah. And you're like, awesome. I don't mm -hmm. know if that's translating to any kind of business outcomes for me whatsoever. And yeah. unfortunately, I think SEO is kind of the one, it's probably our one service that our clients get pitched SEO from outside sources almost every day. I mean, mm -hmm. they're just coming through their contact forms on their website. They've got you know, people calling them up, telling them they need SEO. People are sending them SEO audits and things like that. So it's confusing. And it's not something anyone has ever gone to school for or anything like that. So clients don't know what's going on with it. And it's tough. It's tough to be in that situation where you have people telling you, hey, your stuff's messed up and you don't you, you don't know any better. So I, I think that's one thing that we do well, um, to, truthfully, is just transparency. And I encourage anyone when they're looking at SEO providers to look for transparency in particular, um, because you know there are people out there who do your SEO for $250 a month and that sounds cheap as hell and it sounds great. And you think, okay, I can check that box off. My SEO is covered, but do you have any idea what they're doing for you on a monthly basis? Are they relating their SEO to your business outcomes in any way? Do you have communication as to how they're working to support your core services and get those out. I mean, those to me are questions that I don't think a lot of SEO agencies ask, period. Um, and then just beyond that, I don't think a lot of businesses follow up with their SEO agencies to make sure that they're doing something that aligns. I don't know yeah. if you have more to add to. No, I do. Before I kind of pass it off to Tara, I think one of the biggest things for us is people understanding that SEO is, it is a long-term play. And I feel like that gets played out quite a bit. Um, with other agencies like, oh, you got to do this for 12 months or 24 months and then you'll see the return. But, and then they never see the return and they kind of get trapped into like a contract with them. But for us, it is true that SEO is a long-term play and you're investing into the future, but we typically see results after 60, 90 days. Now, are you seeing the results of being number one on Google after 60 days? Probably not. Right. But you start seeing the increases of specific keywords on where you rank uh, based on your website. And I think that kind of tells uh, the client a lot. They want to see improvements on a day-to-day -day basis and a week-to-week -week basis. And 
um, you know, one of the things that we always combat people with is that we do have like an asset inventory and we keep everything kind of transparent. Every single change that we make on a website is transparent so the client can see it. And so a lot of times what I hear is a company will sign up with an SEO agency. They start the SEO. It's all great, whatever. And then at, after each month, they just get a report. They don't know how to read the report. They don't know what they actually did. And that's SEO and they pay for it monthly. And so, you know, for us to kind of go in and show you every single change that we make, depending on it, it really doesn't even depend on like how big or small it is. I mean, if we change a letter, we're, we're telling and recording it. Um, I think that's a huge successful um, way of communicating with the client. And I think it's, it's gone um, really well for us. And I think, I think most agencies don't do that, but I think more of them should. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also the processes that we have in place, you know, like we have different, uh, people on our SEO team that has different roles and obviously Tara leads a charge on that. And I'll, I'll kind of let her speak, but based on our processes, like, you know, we, we just show results better. And I don't know, um, you know, how else to say it, but I think Tara can kind of give us more insight on that. Tara, I mean, from your perspective, I know obviously you're, you're managing your team and, and helping our clients obviously rank better organically, but what is, I guess, don't get a, give away the secret sauce, but tell us a little bit more about what you're seeing and what you're yeah, doing. Um, so I feel like you guys covered a lot of it, really. Um, the transparency I think is huge just because, you know, people will pay an agency for SEO. They don't know what they're paying for. We are completely, we will show you which keyword we changed on which page. You know, we will show you every single thing that we've done on your site and off your site to improve your SEO. Um, And then kind of like Wilbur touched on, we don't only measure your success on necessarily where you're ranking because that could, you know, get you more, that could boost your rankings. You could see that you're ranking on the first page for this keyword, but is that actually producing you? Um, the conversions that you're looking for. It might not actually be that valuable traffic that um, you think that you're getting just based off of numbers alone. So, you know, we want to measure your success by um, are you getting more business from the efforts that we're putting in on your website? Where are you seeing results? Um, So, you know, I think it's one, the transparency and two, we we pay close attention to what value we're actually bringing. Um, and if what we're doing isn't bringing you that value, we try to figure out what it is um, that will bring you that value. Um, so, you know, whether it be implementing new um, things on your site to improve your user experience, what other things can we be tracking on your website to be able to measure that success? Um, we just try to keep a close eye on every single account that we're working on and you will see that success through what we're doing. I have to ask you because I think I think I think most people want to know this. What is the most annoying and time-consuming thing that you need to do when it comes to SEO and becoming successful in it? I think the research part of it is it's not necessarily the most annoying. It's just I think maybe the most tedious. Um, I think the research part of it for every single industry is so necessary. Um, and people don't necessarily do that. They'll do it based off of keyword volume or um, sure. what what they think they should be searching for or what they think they should be ranking for. A lot of times clients you know, might come to us and be like, I wanna rank for 
these terms. And I'm like, well, yeah, but that's not necessarily bringing you the traffic that you're looking for. Those right. aren't the terms that are, are going to be um, bringing you the audience that is going to convert. Um, so I think just really doing that research, it might take a long time, but it's, I think the most worth it for sure. Absolutely. I know, you know, obviously, you know, there's so many different steps into SEO and, and, and there's so many different rules and guidelines that we have to abide by, um, and updates that we have to be aware of Mm -hmm. to make sure, what would you say is one of the biggest things to be aware of coming up with the new Google update? Um, one, your mobile experience. Um, I know, you know, we were kind of talking about that. Mike and I and the team yeah. were kind of talking about that um, not too long ago. Just your mobile experience is really kind of a number one priority or should be a number one priority in the next coming months um, because more and more searches are happening on your phone. Um, I know, you know, it kind of varies from industry to industry and that sometimes stinks because, you know, you, the majority of your users might be coming from desktop, but Google's looking at mobile. Yeah. So that's one thing to really focus on. Um, and then user experience, page speed, those are all huge things that are um, increasing in importance on the Google side, um, as well as, you know, grabbing good Google reviews, having that good reputation online, making sure your name is consistent across the web. Um, you know, some things in this Google um, update aren't necessarily new, but they're just becoming more important, more prevalent. Yeah, that makes sense. You mentioned a good point there, Tara, in that Google is like, what was that? I'm trying to remember that stat outside my head, but it was like 66%. It was about two thirds of all searches are done on mobile devices now in the United States. And I remember that stat was 50%. I remember it it eclipsed, it went to 51%. And we're like, oh man, mobile searches, they're bigger than desktop. But now it's two thirds. I mean, it's nuts. Yeah. 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 And I think, I think what people need to understand in businesses is like, you know, the day of the yellow pages are gone and they've been gone for a while. And so when people are looking for a plumber or your AC unit goes out or you have a flat tire or you're looking for a doctor or you need an attorney or whatever, there's no like yellow book to kind of look yeah. and see, you know, who's working there and, and how to find them. I know, remember, I remember before um, the yellow book used to be organized alphabetically. So a lot of companies would change their name to start with a, so they were at the first of the list and that's how, you know, they were doing marketing. Like they would change the name of their business to start with an A. So this show up first. So it's hard. Yeah. But, (laughs) but now, now like the yellow pages are gone, but the the whole search thing is still relevant. Although like people aren't changing their names to be starting with a keywords in their name but they put keywords in their name. So it's kind of like similar, but it's just newer and it's faster and it's better. And in Google's eyes, it's, it's always to put the most credible websites up first. And I think that's one, the next thing that I want to kind of get into here is obviously we're, we're talking about SEO and why it's great for you tech, but for people that are just talking about SEO and they want to learn more about SEO, how does SEO work? I mean, I think from our perspective, we know the importance of it, and we know how it works, but for, you know, someone that doesn't know what SEO was, I mean, people call it SEO people. I, I've heard every term there is, but <laughs> yeah, like, 
Why is it so important? How does Google rank websites today? I don't know, Norris or Terry or whoever wants to take it, but I think that's what our viewers want to know. Go ahead, Terry. Um, just kind of going off of the page experience update that's happening in the next couple of months um, with Google, I think it's just, you know, people will choose who they choose businesses for, you know, based on their website experience. That's becoming so important. Um, it already is important, but even like page speed, like I mentioned, um, if it goes from one second to three seconds, that can make a huge impact in your click-through rate, your um, conversion rate, everything like that. So um, SEO kind of plays, I, you know, I always kind of say user, if it's user experience related, it's SEO related. It's going to yeah. have an impact on your SEO. Um, and there, you know, obviously there are hundreds of things, hundreds of factors that go into um, what make a site SEO friendly. Um, but really the user experience is so huge. Um, and so much plays into that, whether it be, um, you know, what CTAs are on your website, um, what, what your title tag says, is it, is it going to encourage a good click-through rate, that type of thing. So it all plays into that user experience that is becoming so important, um, to converting customers, um, and, and retaining customers as well. Yeah. And just to add on to that, I think, you know, at its core, when you think about what search engines are built to do, they're trying to give people the most accurate information possible as quickly as possible, 100% of the time. Mm -hmm. And if you just remember that, you know, you, you want to be authoritative, you want to be trustworthy, you want to answer people's questions. So look at the actual keywords that you're trying to look for and look at what, think about just put yourself in someone's shoes. You know, if you search for um, shoes, you could be looking for any number of things, right? But if you search for uh, brown size 12 Nikes, uh, you know, running shoes, something like that with like a very particular name, very long. Brown running keyword. shoes, huh? <laughs> Is that what you look for? <laughs> well, if you get brown, then you can run in anything. I mean, You're right, I guess so. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, you type in something like that, super long tail, you know, like, 14 words, obviously you're probably looking to buy that exact product. So you should be selling it that. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's how people should think about the intent of what's being searched at any given time. And you need to match that intent. So to me, it's just be authoritative, be accurate and understand the intent of the searcher and mm -hmm. then create something that's going to solve exactly what they're looking for. Absolutely. User intent is so necessary. That kind of, you know, goes off of what I was saying in the in the beginning is you can bring in that traffic, but if it's not the right kind of traffic, it's what's it going to do for you. Um, mm. And, you know, content has become so huge in the last few years in SEO, um, but it can't really, it's, it's becoming a little watered down in what value it brings um, if you're not doing it right. Um, so that's why you really have to do your research on what kind of traffic, I mean, what kind of content are you adding to your site? Um, is it bringing the traffic that you want? Um, are, are these the users that are going to convert um, and encourage higher rankings, um, higher site time, click-through rate, that type of thing? Yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about this next. So, so obviously, we've come a long way when it comes to our SEO department. It was probably our fastest growing department. Um, it's one of our largest departments. Mm -hmm. Tell me, obviously, we, you know, obviously, I know this from the top, but 
you know, how difficult it is to bring in qualified candidates for, for the SEO team. And, you know, one of the things that I know is no one teaches SEO in school. You don't go to college and say, Hey, I want to take an SEO course because it doesn't exist. So when we bring people in, there is a lot of training that needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess, you know, Norris and, and, and Tara, talk to me about how the recruiting process works and what you guys look for. Obviously, we, we love people that have experience in SEO, um, but we have our own processes in place and we have our own ideology of how it works and what's important and, and how it all in, kind of blends together. But what do you guys look for in, in SEO candidates? If you don't mind, Sarah, I want to tell a quick story and then I'll pass it over to you. But I, so I can speak just from personal experience a little bit and that uh, my wife's sister was majoring in PR. She just graduated a few years ago. And at one point she texted me and she was like, I'm taking an SEO class. And I was like, oh, no way. You're taking that. Oh, that's great. Like, what kind of stuff are you learning about? You know, meta descriptions, that kind of stuff. And she's like, uh, uh, no, not really. Like, you know, you got content and like keywords and then you rank in the search engine. And I'm like, oh. So you didn't really learn anything at all. Like she still has no concept of how it works at all. And she took, she literally took a class on it. So I guess they exist now, but they're just, they're so basic that it, it, it's unreal. And I, to, I just, I don't know, I'll pass this over to you in a second, Tara, but I think you got to find people who train themselves on SEO. Yeah. They have to be passionate about it. They have to want it. Yeah. And usually it's someone who's, either has had a, a previous position where they were doing a lot of things and SEO was part of it. And then they kind of dove in on that, or it's someone who is kind of in marketing and they have a side project of some sorts and they're trying to get it to rank. And so they've just dabbled in SEO doing various things, yeah. trying to get that to work. Absolutely. That's, that's what I see. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of the candidates we get um, have done um, a little SEO here and there. They were doing PPC with SEO Um so it can be hard. It's extremely hard to find candidates who are only experienced or not only experienced in SEO, but have a really SEO focused role um, that they're coming from or that they've learned in. Um, I think one of the biggest factors for me when I'm looking for a candidate is one, like Mike said, looking for someone who um, has taught themselves some things, um, who has utilized good tools um, and who is, you know, knowledgeable on at least the basics of SEO. It's hard to find those people. A lot of times we'll get candidates who do SEO writing, um, which can be super beneficial, um, but that, you know, doesn't hit the other side, the technical side, um, you know, more of the website side of things. So um, really those go-getters, those people that I can tell they want to learn and they're teaching themselves in the process. Um, are the ones that I look for the most. Um, that's, you know, the ones we've seen the most success in. Yeah. You touched think, on something really Go ahead, cool. no. Sorry, Wilbur, I don't mean to interrupt, but uh, you touched on something great, which is obviously you need to have some type of content. You got to have an eye for content at the very least, and you need to understand where content falls right. in terms of SEO. So that's part of it. But you're right and that a lot of people just complete that with being SEO, and they think that's SEO. That's part of SEO. There's also the technical side and you've got to be pretty tech savvy. You've got to be able to go in and navigate robots, text files, site maps, you know, back end of whatever CMS you're using. You got to be able to do all that. And then there's also what I would call 
almost like a sales outreach portion with with backlinking the yeah. link building where you're you're just cold emailing people for the most part on that side and you're, yeah. you know it's, it's a little bit of investigative work trying to find you're doing research you know you're you're kind of I mean, I guess you could cold call people too, if you wanted to even get into that, but it's, it's sort of a mix of those three things. And it's tough to yeah. find people who have experience in it or who want to do all three of those things too. Yeah. It's a wide array of skills. Yeah. You have to want to figure out, you know, you have to want to pinpoint where the issue is coming from. Um, how do we solve this issue on the technical side? Um, why is the conversion rate falling? How do I, you know, fix that? So it's, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that go into it. It's not just doing on-page optimization or, you know, fixing a four of work. So, well, this brings me to my next point then, because, you know, obviously a lot of people, including us, a lot of clients, they get emails from people that are selling SEO services. And most of the companies that are selling SEO services, all of their SEO reps are in, in India. And one thing that I've known is in India, they make it a focal point to learn SEO. And that's, that's, it's huge there. Mm -hmm. But we decided that we are not going to do that. We're not going to offshore any of our services. We're actually going to do it in-house. And there's a lot of benefits in that because it's hard to kind of control everything overseas. You don't know what kind of things that they're doing that are against Google's rules or, or recommendations and all of that. But, you know, we've always talked about you know, having like this, like you tech Academy type thing where, you know, we bring college kids or graduates in, we kind of put them into this course of this is what SEO is. This is how it works. And then we kind of find out if they want to kind of join our team or, you know, if that's a career, but I'm here to tell everyone and especially people that are, are, are listening that are college grads or, or someone that's looking to make a career change is that, SEO is a great career to take on. Every company needs it. There's a need for it. And let me tell you, if you know what you're doing, if you can lead, if you can manage people, if you can do that, whether it's at an agency, whether it's at UTech or a corporate company, they need someone like you. And so also, if you're good at it and you want to get in it, call us because we're hiring <laughs> first. <laughs> well, and to add on to that, so many times now people have said like, oh, SEO is dead. Like it's the demise of SEO. SEO is not dying anytime soon. People are always going to search for stuff when they're trying to find things. Regardless, maybe the avenue with how they search changes, you know, maybe it becomes more voice. Maybe it's powered by your brain one day, whatever. You're still going to be searching for things. Regardless, yeah. so SEO is necessary and it's always going to be. Yeah. 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 And to, you know, go off of that, like we've mentioned in this call multiple times, you can rank for something which, you know, you can't just throw keywords on a website anymore and hope that it improves your SEO. That's not as effective nearly as much as it used to be. Right. Um, so even though the landscape of SEO is changing and how, you see um, success is changing. It's not a, even a little bit going away because user experience is not going away. Page experience, page speed, technical issues on websites, that, all that stuff doesn't go away. So it's just changing um, how you approach it and the quality of services that you give. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that makes a lot of sense. I think that that's what people really want to know. And, you know, I think we could kind of shift the topic a little bit now. Um, I know 
just looking at the rankings for obviously it's March Madness time um, and looking at the rankings, actually, Tara, you're in a very good position to win. Heck yeah. I'm did you know that? Yes, I did. And I literally didn't even realize till this morning when I like asked Dan, like, what does this mean? But I'm happy. That's good. How did you pick your teams? I had Tarek explain what all the things meant. <laughs> you know in the bracket when you like click all the like little information so i really spent like over an hour picking my my team i tried really on work time (laughs) on lunch time it was literally oh got it all right i promise but yes i tried very hard so i'm glad to see at least some of it is hopefully coming to fruition did you search for for the answers (laughs) no i didn't i did not perform any search engine search i feel (laughs) i feel as though right now the like the top 10 people like nine out of the 10 are people that don't watch sports they don't watch march madness and they literally just picked randomly and they're those are the top 10 right now that are gonna probably most likely win it just goes to show with march madness man nobody knows that's why it's madness yeah it's so hard to pick yeah that's true all right. The last, the last thing I want to talk about before we kind of jump off here and end this is obviously we just opened up Dallas, which is super exciting. And we're super you know, excited about expanding there and all of that. Tara, obviously you're from Dallas, your family's from Dallas. Tell us the three most important things to know about Dallas, I guess, whether it's fun or culture or food, a restaurant you have to go to, what is it that, you love about Dallas? So I'm not from Dallas. It was born here, but I went to college in Dallas and I do all of my dad's side of his family also lives in Texas. So grew up going there every year. Dallas is very fun. I feel like Dallas kind of has a different vibe. I mean, they all have different vibes, you know, every city in Texas has a different vibe, but Dallas, I feel like has different pockets of, you know, culture. Um, So you can kind of find whatever you're looking for there. There's tons of good restaurants. I know you guys are Chicagoans so you might <laughs> strike me down for saying that but I think Dallas has an awesome food scene um I'm trying to think if there's like any necessary places to hit or I can tell I, I just got back from there southern hospitality is a real thing it is yeah yeah it's, it's a very fun and, and polite place um but yeah I just I think that there's so many cool little suburbs and pockets of Dallas to explore like Deep Ellum, um, Bishop Arts District has grown a ton. Um, Downtown is always super fun. So um, I don't know, I'm super excited to expand out there and be able to go visit and and hang with some of our employees out there. I've never been to Texas. Well, you need to go Norris. And I think, you know, I just, I obviously just got back from there. And the one thing I can tell you is yes i'm from chicago i'm used to like the traffic and driving all that yeah texas there's no like real there's a speed limit but no one really follows the speed limit it's like (laughs) it's like you either go fast or you get ran over yeah so which is kind of cool but people yeah yeah i mean and when drive more aggressively after yeah and you know like in arizona or in chicago when people are like hey it's 20 minutes away we're thinking like maybe it's five miles six miles away in Texas, 
when you say 20 minutes away, it's a literally 20 miles away. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, we'll get there. It's 20 minutes away. And then I look in GPS, it's 20 miles. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> where am I going? So I that's, that's also a real thing. So it is. Yeah. Dallas, Dallas traffic isn't, isn't super fun. It's getting a little better with all the roads that they're building, but there's always construction and traffic and not the best, but yeah. we're in a really, we're going to be in a really awesome spot of town in legacy West. Right. Yep. Yeah. So that's super, I, I think that's ideal for us. Honestly, it's, it's a really fun part of town. There's a lot to explore and do over there. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, Tara, thanks for joining us today and, and, and doing this episode with us. I think our viewers really wanted to kind of learn about SEO. And I, I think yeah. we kind of dug in deep. Yeah, absolutely. Glad I could. Yeah, thank you, Tara. This, for sure. All right, Norris. Take you guys out. <laughs> Keep that salute in. <laughs> yes. Please. All right, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>